I'm Nicole Fajardo. And I'm Natalie Pilar. And this is our podcast, How to Work It. For this episode, we decided to take some personality tests. We wanted to take the personality test to see our strengths and weaknesses and see how they apply to our everyday life and how they could apply to the workplace. We also want to see if our current career path aligns with who we are currently, and you can kind of see in the episode on how we reflect on that. We also wanted to see if there was areas that we could improve. Taking personality tests can show you who you are now, but you can also do things to change that if you really wanted to. This episode also allows you to get to know us a little Mm -hmm. bit better. Um, Taking these personality tests, you can learn what Nicole and I are about, and maybe you're able to relate to us if you're the same as us. Maybe we have the same personality traits as you. Yeah, I mean, me and Allie are pretty different, so you'll see. You must have to relate to one of us. We wanted to do this episode to inspire others to take the test too, because if you are in need of some guidance, or if you just want to take the test for fun like us, or just want to get to know yourself a little bit more having the test tell you instead of you self-reflecting is a lot easier to be able to take in the information mm-hmm. and you have a little bit of data and some yeah. information on what that data means so it really dives deep into you yeah enjoy let's talk about disc so we took the disc assessment what do you think of the test it was good it was you have to agree like if you like it if you don't like it yeah so it's which... kind of simple but it was pretty long yeah, it was kind of long. I honestly looked up every single word, to be honest. Yeah. I obviously don't really know words very well because some words are like, you think they're the same. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I was like, wait a minute. I don't know. Not I thought I answered this one. Yeah. But they're just like slightly different. Mm-hmm. All right. So DISC stands for Drive, Influence, Support, and Clarity. Um, so what was your results for it? So it says, based on my results, you lead with an influence style, which means that your main focus is getting people motivated and working together. Okay, so mine was drive, which means um, takes charge and gets things done, makes decisions and focuses on results, which is totally me. I'm always result driven. So that was pretty easy to figure out it says influence people are enthusiastic collaborators driven to bring people together i think that's pretty spot on you think so i think so i think so too yeah i feel like that's what you're like for sure yeah um one of the lines in here it says they tend to take charge make decisions and control the direction of tasks and projects. And man, if that's not spot on, I'm yeah, not quite sure what is. I think that's exactly is. you. Because you're more of a leader style. Yeah. And I would rather have people coming together yeah. and just making sure everyone's nice with one another. Yeah, definitely. I will say influence was my second. And then clarity was my third. And S was like basically non-existent for me. So Really? Yeah. Clarity was my second. I'd have to say S is my third, and driven is like 50%, I yeah. think. So I guess we're technically complete opposites almost. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. Let's see. I don't know. This test was, since we took so many, I feel like this test was a little different because it's just words. Mm-hmm. And you pick if it's like you or not, which was like a little hard for me because like I feel like I am something, but maybe that's not true. Like maybe that's what I want to be. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why like it took me a long time. I was like, no, like I can't say like what I want to be. It is what I am, mm-hmm. which is like kind of hard when you're taking tests. Like I think for me, the harder part of it is because it's you have to rate on likely most likely kind of type of deal and it's like well I think it's like me but it's not a hundred percent like me yeah no so you have to like determine which check mark that is Mm -hmm. but it also says that influence styles are disorganized and procrastinators which is not true for you I I don't think I'm like a full-on procrastinator and I don't think I'm disorganized so I think that's slightly wrong but Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. I didn't even see that. It also says that it's restlessly going off and on tangents, jumping from one another to another with a lack of follow through. I kind of agree with that one. Interesting. That is, yeah. When I talk about one topic, it leads me to think about another topic. So Mm -hmm. I just keep bouncing off of different topics, but never actually finishing the beginning topic conversation. No, that makes sense. And that, yeah, that kind of makes sense why my second is influence because I think we have that in common and that's yeah. how we get like in these holes and we're <laughs> yeah. like wait a minute what are we talking about but yeah it says for me what's natural is I'm a natural leader yeah so. and I agree with that yeah it says useful in leadership positions as it helps to push to get the job done however it doesn't work as well for people who are in supporting roles yeah I see that I can see that it's a little hard for us right now <laughs> Since we're early in our career, we are in supporting roles. Yeah. We're not in any management, mm-hmm. but yeah, hey, definitely gotta work up. All right, so the second test we're gonna talk about is the career personality profiler on Truity, um, which matches your personality and interest to real world careers. There was kind of like it was a mixture of two tests, the Holland Code and the Big Five. So in the very beginning, it did a lot of, would you want to build a shelf, do like taxes and stuff like that? And it was based on what you may like doing and not what you can do. So it was kind of, that was kind of interesting. So the results of this test comes in two parts. It comes with your work style and it breaks it down by four parts, which is humanitarian, caretaker, innovator and pragmatist so what was your work style my work style is actually split oh yeah so humanitarian and caretaker are split nicely and that's a bigger part of the pie and innovator and pragmatist are the exact same thing as well so like your your pie looks like these the two pieces are about the same on one side and the two pieces on exactly. the other side. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. So they're even throughout. That is very strange. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for me, mine was humanitarian, which was like, I thought that was, was your highest. Of, yeah. Which is kind of strange, I think. And then also my second was innovator. Okay. And then my third was caretaker. And then my fourth was pragmatist. Which was, I don't know, I thought that was really strange for me because I don't think of myself as a humanitarian. But if you read what says, which is driven to make the world a better place, creative and imaginative and coming up with insightful solutions to meaningful problems, I feel like that's technically an engineer. That's what's surprising for me is that innovator and pragmatist, they kind of describe what an engineer would be or any type of STEM. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet I scored very low on those, and we are both in STEM. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I guess I would describe myself as like a humanitarian or caretaker in mm-hmm. life, but I don't. I thought my job would be a little bit different. Yeah, I feel that. I like literally like humanitarian. It's very strange for me. But like the first line really gets me driven to make the world a better place. And that's pretty much like what I want to do. Yeah, so. I think everyone wants to. Yeah. All right, so the second part of the test was about your career interests, and it talked about six interests, um, each with its own set of typical work tasks, roles, and values, and they broke it down by building, thinking, creating, helping, persuading, and organizing. So what was your highest interest? Okay, strangely, I maybe it's not that strange, but persuading i got a hundred i got a hundred percent as well oh, I'm persuading okay maybe persuading is a little different than what we think it is cause... i think so because it says persuading jobs involve leading motivating and influencing others oh okay persuaders like working in positions of power to make decisions and carry out projects that makes more sense yeah based on my drive and the other test, persuading totally makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like to me, persuading would be like a salesperson and I could never be a salesperson. I agree. And I think it was one of the tests that had a lot of persuading things. Like, would you want to persuade someone to buy this shirt? Yeah. Or yeah. Mm-hmm. like a lawyer. And I'm pretty sure I put those as a lower interest of mine because I don't think I would ever be able to be a salesperson exactly. for yep. someone to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. But I guess I also answered questions as if I wanted to become a manager. 
yeah yeah one day and lead others and manage others so i can see why persuading would be on top okay so what's your second highest second highest is organizing and that's at 91 okay interesting yeah that makes sense you're definitely an organizer you literally plan out everything so my second was thinking which makes so much more sense i thought thinking would have been my first one really yeah because i feel like i always overthink things you know but I guess I let's go to the description. Um, In this sense, I think it's more about theory type of thinking. Yeah, but like in my like daily conversations, I'm literally like a theorist. Like mm-hmm. I always talk about theories. Yeah. Like that's my favorite thing to do because you got to keep your mind open, you know? I like how the results say that you enjoy science, technology, and academia. I know. And that's exactly sounds that's like so you. That's so true. Yeah. And then for you organizing yeah managing data information processes that's like your whole life i feel like you I have so all too. Of that, like <laughs> down to t what was your lowest my lowest okay um can you guess my lowest? mine was creating yep it was, what, yours was what, creating. what number did you get though 56 okay so i got can you guess was it lower yeah like 40s no really like in the 20s? No. 10s? No. Is it zero? It's seven. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was really strange. But uh, let's see. Let's go. Oh, art, design, language, and self-expression. Yeah, not really my forte. I think all the art ones I did very low. I did low for a lot of the art ones, but I grew up as a dancer. So yeah, I so couldn't that's why say you, yeah. mm-hmm. I was like very low on the creating because I actually have a creative background yeah, yeah. but so that makes sense for you yeah I can see why it's in the 40s but like I'm confused how your lowest is 40 because both of my lowest were 7 and 14 could you guess my second lowest helping yeah that's exactly it which is very strange that's how, strange because humanitarian was pretty high up on the other part of that test yeah right does that make any sense not really. I don't know. But I guess it's like based on the type of jobs. And I guess I wouldn't really want to assist. I I like teaching, but I feel like it just depends what I'm teaching. I can only teach the things I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Um, same with coaching and stuff like that. So maybe that makes sense. But Maybe because humanitarian was about your work style. So you would yeah. help a lot of people yeah. if they do need help. But in the sense of you wouldn't want to be a nurse or something like that. That is true. And I wouldn't want to be a nurse. And also it's based on like what I like doing. Exactly. So that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. What's your top job? This one's good. Okay. So the first one is computer and IS manager. So information systems manager. And of course it's a manager and has to do con- with computers or something. Because basically where I'm striving for. Uh, my second one was financial manager. I have financial manager as my top. As your number one? As my number one. I guess that makes sense though. I like analytics yes. and everything like mm-hmm. that. My second was sales manager, which I guess makes sense with the persuading thing, but I don't think I could be a sales manager. My but it is a manager, manager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. compared to a sales person. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Um, and then air traffic controller. I got that too. What number is that for you? I think they just have all the same jobs but in different orders. Do you have computer and IS manager anywhere? No. Oh, okay. okay. I don't. Do you have lawyer on yours? I don't. Oh, okay. Do you have lawyer? Yeah. Okay, so let us let me say them in order. So I got computer and information systems manager. Mm-hmm. Um, second, financial manager. Third, sales manager. Fourth, air traffic controller. I feel like that's like the controlling part of my summary. Um, and then lawyer. And then my last one was industrial production manager. Hmm. Yeah. Very different. So we only have a few in common. So okay. my first one was financial manager. Okay. Second was sales manager. Mm-hmm. Third, air traffic controller. Okay. Fourth, industrial production manager. Okay. Fifth, top executive. Oh, that's good. Shooting high. <laughs> and Maybe one day in 20 years you'll be a top executive. You never know. A, hopefully less than 20. Yeah. And last but not least is administrative services manager also known as called a business office manager interesting and that has to go under your organizing for sure absolutely i think it's interesting to see the exploring their careers though i would never think about air traffic controlling 
Yeah. Top executive, though. Yeah. Dang. (laughs) I think overall, I really liked this test. I think this test gave, like, a lot of perspective. And, like, especially, like, for us, we already have jobs. Mm -hmm. But it also aligns with our goals later on in life. Yeah, like, the persuading. We wouldn't think of ourselves as persuading. But if you read a definition of persuading, I think we can be persuading. Yep. And I feel like you need to be persuading because, like, obviously we would want to move up the ladder and that's basically all they do. Exactly. Yeah. So it makes sense, but never would have thought, especially so early in our careers, like, we don't get any of those. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to see our work style, even though we think a certain way, Mm -hmm. it's kind of obvious that we're actually more caring than we think we are. Yeah. And I think, like, anyone that decides they want to become an engineer, like, Especially if you decide at a pretty young age and, like, you go into it with, like, the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty much what you're doing is you're trying to make the world a better place. Exactly. All the different things. It's, I just, I guess I've never thought about it because you always think humanitarian is doctors or nurses. Yeah. Which I could never be. But I guess I wanted to, but I could never do that job. It's just, like, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah it's a lot. For sure. Overall, I'd recommend this test. Yeah, this test, if you really want to figure out what you're interested in or if you want to know if you're aligned with what who you are, mm-hmm. definitely take this test. Agreed. So the next test that we'll be talking about is the Big Five. It's the most scientific way to conceptualize the difference between people. It is a personality traits test. And the difference between personality types and traits is that types are used to identify a certain collection of traits. So this test categorizes between openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. All right, yeah, this test was pretty short compared to a lot of the other ones. This test is inaccurate, neutral, or accurate on different sayings. So the first question is like, I have a kind word for everyone. Is it inaccurate, accurate, or neutral about yourself? I often feel blue. Things oh, like that. yes, that is right. Which I found a lot easier than the words. I did too, because it's just more specific. Yeah, because like you, like when it's a phrase, it's like more of an action or more of like something you can actually think about. And when it's just a word, I have to think of like what the definition of the word yeah, means. Yeah, and like in what context too yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I'm like this, like it depends how you interpret the word instead mm-hmm. But, like, when it's a phrase, like, it just gives it to you. So, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. So, um, what did you think of your results? Do you have, like, honestly, mine is kind of, like, my highest is 71 and my lowest is 48. Do you have that, too? Or is yours, like, more spread out? Mine's similar. Okay. So, my highest is 73%. Okay. My lowest is 40%. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. So, what is your highest? My highest is agreeableness. Oh. And that's 73%. Okay. Mine is neuroticism, and I got 71%. Oh. What's your lowest? My lowest was at 48, and it was conscientiousness. My lowest was extroversion at 40%. And I can see that because yeah, you are <laughs> definitely not the extroverted one in this duo right here. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Okay, so let's see. Let's talk about our tops first. So my high, neuroticism, which is a person's tendency to experience negative emotions, including fear, sadness, anxiety, guilt, and shame. And man, that is so true for me. I always have to think through the negative. Like, I see the happiness side, but like, I have to make sure I go through all the bad. Yeah, you look at the cons as well. Yeah, I'm definitely a con first, and then I see bright light at the end of the tunnel, Mm -hmm. so very yeah on point mine is agreeableness and it says agreeableness describes a person's tendencies to put others needs ahead of their own oh, and yeah. to cooperate rather than compete with others yep so from is... all these tests they are telling me i put others <laughs> ahead yourself. of myself yep, yeah exactly. and i'm the caretaker and i make yep. sure i take care about everyone hey that's why you're the mom i can't say i disagree with any of these tests i yeah. do agree with that it's just different ways of telling me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I like like this test because I feel, well, I guess some tests kind of like if obviously like most of them are saying I'm a dictator, I guess 
there's negative in that, but Mm -hmm. I don't really accept my negative self. And I think that's why when I took this test, I needed to like make sure like I do think of the negative, even though I get to the positive later, like I do realize that I have negative thoughts. Like I'm not a negative person in general. Mm -hmm. It's just, I go through negative first, then I make it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, everyone has to think about some things. I think it's trying to tell you that you think things through. Yeah. Through, through and through. Yeah. The whole thing. The whole shebang. And there are some people out there who just do it out of whim. Yeah. And that's okay, too. Yeah. It's just how you would do things. Yep. Totally. Mm-hmm. So my low was conscientiousness, which is a person's ability to exercise self-discipline and control in order to pursue their goals, which... Okay, it says high scorers are organized and determined. I guess I'm not organized, but I am determined. So maybe that's why this is kind of low for me. But let's see. The concept of conscientiousness focuses on the dilemma we all face. Should I do what feels good now or instead do what is less fun but will pay off in the future? Interesting. I don't know. That's strange. I feel like that's my loss. (laughs) So my last is extroversion, and it says it describes a person's inclination to seek stimulation from the outside world, especially in the form of attention from other people. Extroverts engage actively with others to earn friendship, admiration, power, status, excitement, and romance. Introverts, on the other hand, conserve their energy and do not work as hard to earn their social rewards. Yeah, I feel like... I think I am an introvert, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and only needed, I will become an extrovert. Yeah, that makes sense. That that was my third. Um, openness was my second. But I would say I don't like attention from people. But based on the difference between me and you, I definitely like more attention than you do. Mm-hmm. So my second was conscientiousness. Which I feel like makes sense because high scores are organized and determined and low scores are impulsive, impulsive. and easily to sidetrack. Yeah. And if I'm not the definition of sidetracked, I don't know who is. Yeah. And because I will pretty put... organized. Yeah. So that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Openness is a person's tendency to think in abstract, complex ways. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. What's my second? So my first one was 71 and my second was 69%. And yeah, o- openness is pretty close to... What I like, because theories are my thing, man. If anyone's got a good theory, I'm always down to talk about it. <laughs> Even if it's, like, the craziest thing, I love to hear people's theories, because it's just how people think. So. so it's interesting, because it says the average person, openness is, they score around 58%. So it says, as a person who is moderate in openness, so that's me, because I got 50%. Uh-huh. It says you are about as likely as the average person to think in an abstract, creative way. So I wouldn't say... I am very high in the abstract thinking, but I'm not very low. So average. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. And that's not bad at all. So this also told us your personality traits interact to create unique patterns of thought and behavior. Um, we'll learn how your traits work together to drive the way you interact with the world. Okay. So for me, I'm an empathetic idealist, which uses insight and creativity to help others. Okay. That's your highest? Yeah. What's your highest? So I have the split again. Okay. So empathetic idealist and practical caretaker are split for number one. Uh Uh-huh. And analytical thinker and logical mechanic are split for number two which on this chart it's the same thing as humanitarian and caretaker which what test was that the career personality profile okay. yeah the career personality profile yeah like my graph for this test looks exactly the same as the other graph so nice we didn't fake any of our answers it's so it's the about tr- the same yeah 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 that's nice yeah so at least it gives you the same thing. And it makes sense because the, the career personality test mm-hmm. you were talking about is a mix of this test with another test, Holland's Code, which we didn't take Holland's Code, but it's big five in Holland's Code. So makes it would sense. make sense. Yeah. Nice. It's good that they match. Yeah. Learning a lot about ourselves in yeah. all these tests. And it's kind of nice to see that all of these do correlate with one another. Yeah. The results are very similar to one another. The so results are conclusive. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, like, that's kind of why we decided to take all these tests was to see if, like, are we going the right way, you know? Like, mm-hmm. because when you take a test, like, I felt this way when I was taking some tests. I felt that, like, I could definitely just sway the vote. 
I could like you know like you see a word and be like oh like I want to be you know this person said right but, but this way like I like really toned in because I knew like all of them were gonna like we're gonna compare mm-hmm. so I had to be true to myself yeah and it's showing it yeah <laughs> Yeah, definitely is. I would also recommend taking this test, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a good test, I feel like. Yeah. On to the next. All right. Now that we talked about a personality trait, let's talk about our personality type using the Myers-Briggs. Um, since it is a more common personality type test, we thought we would go over our results on this one. So I am the commander. E-N-T-J. Nice. I am the protector. And that's I-S-F-J. Oh, wow. Going on our themes there. On theme. On point, I see. Yep. Let's see. Um, ENTJs are sometimes referred to as commander personalities because of their innate drive to lead others. Love to hear it. ISFJs are industrious caretakers, loyal to traditions and organizations. They are practical, compassionate, and caring, and are motivated to provide for others and protect them from the perils of life. Okay, so E is extroverted. And mine's introverted. Then my next one is intuitive, which is N. My next one is S, so sensing. Okay, and then my third one is thinking. My third one is F for feeling. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so my last one was judging for J. But... I have that too. Okay. So so that's, oh, great. Judging yes, is what we yeah, have that's in common. Com- that's all we got in common, apparently. But I guess it kind of makes sense because it says we prefer to be planned and organized rather than spontaneous and flexible. Yes. Yes, that is true. I would have to agree with that. Yeah. I do think I'm spontaneous, but I definitely am not because I do stress about it. So yeah, I'm, I'm not... not that spontaneous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go somewhere tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel that. I, I would have to plan it out. And yeah. maybe the day after tomorrow I could go. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that we're opposite on the other three. Though the first one we already know, mm-hmm. um, intuitive ideas and concepts. Are, yeah, I feel like I feel like intuitive like also goes with like sh- what people call street smart. You know, yeah. like... You just like on a flash, Compared like to book smart. Yeah, like you just kind of like come up with something. Because mine says it focus on facts and details. Yeah, and like I do focus on facts and details, but I feel like I'm more ideas and concepts. Yeah, I for sure. have to agree. Yeah, and then thinking, um, who makes decisions based on logic and reasoning? Interesting, because mine says feelings and values, and I think it would have to depend okay. on what the topic is. Yeah, but I think it also goes with your caregiver thing. Yeah. So maybe that's what it, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that makes sense. How rare is your personality type? Mine is very rare. So there's only two, two, 2% of the general population. Wow. It is the rarest type among women at 1%, and 3% of men are this. Yeah, it's the least common type. I think that's really good to see because if you're the commander and you have a lower percentage of women, I think it's good to see that there can be higher ups in your roles Mm -hmm. in life. Yeah. And you're representing women. Yeah, that is true. That is a really good way to look at it. Yeah. And that's why I guess I try to strive to do better, be better, so I can be that representation for women. Exactly. And I think that's really good. Honestly, all my um, famous are not the best people in the world. Mm. So... It could be up or down for me. Yeah. <laughs> so. What about you? Mine is actually the most common type in the okay. U.S. population. And it's the most common type among women. Oh. And yeah. I think it's kind of with a caretaker. Yep. I think in the past, women are more of the caretaker in the past. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just how I grew up. And that's mm-hmm. how I am right now. Yeah. Tell me some of your facts. My facts? Yeah. Okay, let me look. On personality trait measures score as ambitious forceful lol optimistic egotistical interesting wow interesting egotistical yeah i don't okay adaptable and energetic wow i measure as conservative okay conventional Uh guarded and reserved okay i have to agree about a little bit of them but I, yeah, I, I can't say all of them. Yeah, some of these are a bit... Okay. Okay, but least likely of all types to report stress resulting from work or finances. And I think that is very true. 
for me. Find those among types most likely to suffer heart disease. That's an interesting fact. Also, more likely than average to suffer cardiac problems. More likely than average to experience chronic pain. I'm not too sure how your personality types is about your health condition, but... Maybe it's because, like, if you stress over things, but... Like, this is strange for me. It says, among the least likely of all types to believe in a higher spiritual power. Hmm. Strange, I feel like. I'm I'm most likely to believe in a higher spiritual power. Weird. But I can kind of see that if it scores as conservative. Yeah. I mean, Hmm. yes, that makes sense. It says, among three types with the lowest income, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Well, because, like, I guess, like, most caregivers, maybe because they don't work maybe that drops the average i think it might be because in the hobbies and interests it does say they also they found supporting their loved ones in their interests and activities Mm -hmm. so i think it might be saying that uh, a stay-at-home mom or Mm -hmm. people who are helping others with their goals so that's why they probably have the lowest income yeah but i can't say i'm 100 percent these facts no yeah but no it's interesting not. to read. Yeah, and for my hobbies and interests, which kind of aligns, um, though the first one I'm not sure, it's include taking leadership positions in community groups because I, I guess I kind of do that. And then the second part is attending social gatherings or sporting events and love a good social gathering or going out and organize stuff. And then playing competitive sports, though I don't play sports. I am very competitive. Mine says popular leisure activities. Okay. And I think that kind of goes back to kind of the stay-at-home mom yeah. mentality and yep. the caretaker in mm-hmm. someone because it says the hobbies include cooking, gardening, painting, crafts, oh yeah, picnics, nature walks, and watching movies. And I don't know how I fully feel about those hobbies, that's so funny. Because I do love to cook and garden, <laughs> and I have picked it up. Yeah. But I would say I have more outgoing hobbies as well. So yeah. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I'm 100% ISFJ. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, and for me, it says often focus on their careers. They may have few interests outside of work, which, I mean, it's kind of true, but not, like, extremely. And it says they may participate in leisure activities that also help to further their careers. And man, is it... That's one of my that's goals right you. there. Yeah, that's like definitely yours is my goal. spot on. And yeah. I would say mine is spot on, but I also want to be more yeah. than what it's saying. Yeah, no, yeah. and I feel that. And I think that's the problem with doing personality types because it kind of like puts you in a box. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like the last one we just did was traits, which makes more sense because it's based on the scale of your traits instead of like here you fit in this tiny box. Mm-hmm. Because it's just kind of describing me as just just a caretaker. Yeah. I have other hobbies. Mm-hmm. I have other goals exactly. in life. But the other one said I was like a caretaker, mm-hmm. humanitarian, just like yeah. things like that. And I would have to agree with that one more. Yeah. No, I feel that. Because, I mean, there's only 16 personality types. So, like, you have to fit somewhere. And it doesn't tell you, like, I'm, I guess there's four letters. So, like, there are in-betweens. But, like, what happens if one of your letters were super close of being something else? Mm-hmm. And that could just flip what you are. Exactly. So, yeah. Myers-Briggs is okay, but definitely not my favorite, I will say. Yeah. I don't think it encompasses all of you. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know why this is the most popular. Like, maybe it's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if there's some studies about it. But I feel like, based on the results, it's not true to who you are, truly. Yeah. So, Next text is the Enneagram. Enneagram is another personality type that describes patterns in how people interact in the world and manage their emotions. Some types experience strong emotions, while other types aim to avoid emotions, but each type describes some aspects of emotional experience. There are nine different types, and they are 1. The perfectionist, 2. The giver, 3. The achiever, Four, the individualist. Five, the investigator. Six, the skeptic. Seven, the enthusiast. Eight, the challenger. And last but not least, nine, the peacemaker. Okay, so what was your highest? Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Is it a surprise? It's type two. (laughs) And that is? Type two is the giver. 
and twos want to be liked and find ways that they can be helpful to others so that they can be loved and belong. All right, and mine is type eight, which is also known as a challenger. Eight see themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. Man, these tests are so true. You can't, now you like literally cannot like run away from saying like, oh, I'm not that type of person. Yeah. You know, when you take all the tests, like it's telling you you are. And if you want to change that, you could. Exactly. But like. If you if I didn't want to be a caretaker. Yeah, you could definitely change it. But yeah. like, at least really shows like where we should be striving in our lives, I mm-hmm. guess. And if you want to change that, there are ways to do that. What is your least? My least is nine, which is called the peacemaker. Nines like to keep a low profile and let the people around them set the agenda. Wow. Wow. That isn't the complete opposite. So yes, that makes sense. So mine is type five. Okay. And it is the investigator. Five seeks understanding and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than people. And that's your lowest. So I feel like that's a little contradicting on some tests. I would think so too. Interesting. Okay. Because most of the other tests, it would say, I want data. But this one's saying you don't want data, right? Because it's your lowest. That's strange, I feel like. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And I'm kind of confused on where they came up with these numbering system because why is the challenger next to the peacemaker? Like, who came up with these numbers or is it because like our opposites next to each other not sure oh they are next to each other because investigator and skeptic are right next to each other so Hmm. so you can kind of see it in the the map yeah like what you're strong in and what you're not oh uh, if you look at it actually like mine has um kind of like peaks like every other almost except for like there's a spot where it is flat because there's nine so maybe there's nine for a reason because I have four, um, like, are every other, and then two, obviously, for me, are about the same, at which are shorter. Yeah, I only have three of them that are less than 50. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just definitely interesting way how they lay out their types. I've never really heard of an Enneagram before, so it was kind of interesting to take this test for sure. But I also think it didn't really tell me anything different. Yeah. It might have for you. But it also was like, I remember like the type of people you had around with some of the questions. Mm-hmm. And it was more like based on um, the world around you instead of just you. So that might be a little why it tells you different things, which was kind of strange. So... The difference between this test is that it shows your top three personality superpowers. Mm-hmm. Does it say what yours is? Um, let's see. I can only see one of mine. And it's analysis. What's your top one? My top one is futurism. So Whoa. future focus. Whoa. Yeah. Weird. I think that separates all the tests from one another is this super power yeah very strange so what does yours mean so mine is you wouldn't dream of doing something without thinking it through and you typically have a deeper understanding of the situation than the people around you and man isn't that true i literally think everything through first like bad the good i need to see the whole picture yeah do anything crazy that's very on point it just tells you a different way to look at it yeah but you already knew that you had to do that yeah but like on different tests like analysis was a different meaning and that goes back to like when you're taking the test and it's just about a word it depends how you portray that word because it could mean different things yeah so strange so future focus means that i have a tendency to look ahead and you oh. can imagine what things will be like many years into the future. Oh. This future focus means that you are rarely surprised by events mm-hmm. because you have already envisioned many possibilities and that you tend to have a solid sense of vision for your own life. I feel like that goes with your planning aspect. I think of your so life. too. Yeah. yeah. But... And so that's why I think it's funny that it says that I'm rarely surprised by events. Mm. I don't think it's because of future focus but more of like i can catch hints of surprised things that makes sense so i have planned out very 
various different scenarios yeah. in my head. Yeah. And if one part of it works, mm-hmm. then I already know what's coming. Isn't it weird to hear it as future focus though? Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't feel like think of it that, that way. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a nicer way to say it. Yeah. Future focus. Yeah, it definitely is. I would also have to agree that I would think I have my life planned out. Yeah. Uh-huh. In the future. Yeah. And I know everyone kind of doesn't like that, but yeah. I would have to say I've planned out at least five years yeah, of my life in like the future. It's kind of nice that it told me again that yeah. I'm a planner and I'm a caretaker. Yeah, exactly. Nice. wonder if any of these tests will show us something different. Different? Yeah. Well, I guess we shouldn't hope it shows us different because they should be all conclusive. If not, <laughs> there's a problem here. <laughs> all right. The last one we're going to go over is the personal strength inventory. This test helps you find your strengths through positive psychology. It helps you understand which strengths you rely on, how your strengths show in your daily life, and how to make the most of your gifts. There are 21 strengths broken down into four categories, intellect, self-management, social, and joy. Most people will have few high-scored strengths, many mid-range, and some strengths with low scores. Your range of scores on a different strengths is a reflection of your individuality. Research shows that you do not want to increase your low scores, but you want to highlight what you're good at. So really deep dive down into those strengths. So what were your highs? So I had four highs basically, okay. and two of them tied. Okay. Interesting. So my very highest was teamwork. Oh. Mm-hmm. And my next two were fairness and spirituality, and those mm-hmm. tied. And then my third high was kindness. Okay. Interesting. I feel like um, yours is a lot in the social aspect of uh-huh. this scale that we have here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So my top three in order would be curiosity at 90%. Then it would be love of learning at 85% and at 82.5% capacity for love. By the way, your strengths are based on the score in terms of the total possible points for that strength. So basically when you answered your questions, because the questions were in a would you rather inaccurate accurate scale and they're basically like sentences like I enjoy being part of a group or I treat all people equally so that's how these numbers come about it's interesting that your highest was in the 90 percent yeah so that means I'm definitely I answered quote unquote correctly Mm -hmm. you know for that in that specific strength yeah so which is curiosity which is very true in who I am would you say that's your highest strength of literally all of these yeah i i actually would say that because i feel like curiosity for me really drives who i am and how i get places Mm -hmm. so i'm like i always want to know more and that's why i get into new hobbies new jobs or just kind of just trying to figure out the world and i use that so that i can grow as a person so and that yeah goes with love of learning too yes exactly so my three highs were pretty interesting except for third highs i thought that was a little shocking your capacity for love and that might be that might go with my humanitarian from other tests it might be yeah that kind of makes sense um but i don't know why i think i'm not that type Mm -hmm. because my highest was 85 yeah and Mm -hmm. so 90 is kind of high yeah no yeah i I was kind of shocked by my numbers, especially after finding out that it means you scored based on the answers. Mm-hmm. It's like a percentage of like yeah. you scored this way most of the time. So yeah. yeah, for sure. I feel like for me, it was like my lows were lows and my highs were highs. Yeah. What was your lows? Um, so my lows, the lowest was prudence at 42.5% and then humility at 50% and then optimism at 61%. And I feel like those are pretty spot on for me. But what were your lows first? So my lows were also in the strengths of self-management. Okay. But they were different. Mm-hmm. So my low, my lowest of the low was courage 
at 45%. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to a tie between creativity and wisdom at Mm 52.5%. And then self-control at a low of 55%. Self-control. Interesting. I wonder what the definition of their self-control is. So self-control is when no one has to tell a self-regulator to be more careful or thoughtful. People with high scores in self-control are highly disciplined, believe in a structured approach to living, and won't sacrifice their long-term interests for the sake of short-term pleasure. I feel like that's so opposite for you. Is it? I would agree because I'm pretty sure when I took this test, it asked about if you were able to stay on a diet. Is yeah. that easy for you or if that's hard for you? Mm-hmm those type of questions yeah and i i thought it would be easy to me but maybe there was some other there's thing some other things behind that, yeah yeah so that is strange i feel like especially knowing you i i don't know self-control self-control i don't know about it yeah that one's i feel like that one's an iffy one yeah but at least it's not in the the 40s yeah it's i feel kind like of right in the it's middle it's kind of mid-range so yeah. maybe like you don't really have low lows maybe that might be kind of where you're at because like for me like my highest low was optimism at 61 but I feel like that's still pretty high yeah I don't know this is an interesting test I like this test a lot though because I feel like highlighting your strengths are very important Mm -hmm. and um just by what my strengths are I definitely do that and it has helped me get where I am today yeah And I definitely understand that my lows are humility, prudence, and, well, and optimism. Like, optimism is, like, kind of almost my mid-range, but I definitely see a lot of negatives always up front. And then I have my optimism, so maybe that's why it's kind of, like, in that section. But humility, for me, I know is my lowest, and that's how I try to overcome that with my other strengths. Yeah. And I guess, like courage it says that they don't let fear run their lives but because I scored low I can see how fear could run my life like like I said before that I plan my life like every single day basically so I don't know I'm not a very spontaneous person I guess Mm -hmm. and I did learn that beforehand it's interesting to see that my high is teamwork because I would have to agree on it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I still think it's funny that your highs have to be in the social strengths because it's definitely like caretaker kind of thing. Yeah. Um, shockingly, though, like leadership wasn't a high for me because I feel like every other test was telling me, you know, I'm a leader. I mean, I did get 77.5, but it's not like one of the, the highest. Yeah. 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 I feel like and in my mid range, I have a lot scored the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a lot of, like, 67.5s and 77.5s. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting way to get this data given to you. With all these four categories, did you think you would score most of your highs would be in one category? That's a good question. I guess, I'm not sure, like, yeah, well, because, like, the categories are intellect, self-management social and joy no i don't think so because i feel like it would have been a mix between intellect self-management and social which is not true because my highs were only in intellect and social Mm -hmm. i had a lot of lows in self-management actually yeah i thought i guess for both of us i thought self-management wouldn't actually have our lows yeah let's see it's strengths of self-management relate to regulating one's emotions thoughts and behavior to desirable results Hmm. so it's more of an emotional standpoint yeah okay so i think before i took this test i thought self-management would be more like planning yeah Mm -hmm. and i feel like yeah that's and that's why before going into this i thought i would have at least strength in self-management but i i don't even have any highs yeah no totally i guess it makes sense because if you think of self-management on trying to make it so you get yourself to do things Mm -hmm. i guess that's kind of an emotional thing yeah that your emotions kind of drive you yeah so i guess yeah and that goes totally with like how you portray certain things can totally change your results on this stuff like out of all the social strengths capacity for love i didn't think was going to be my highest yeah but 
looking at what is there it kind of makes sense Mm -hmm. and so like here it says the quality of life is measured by the quality of its relationships and I feel like I do really have strong relationships with people and like if I have relationship with a person friends acquaintances anything like I have like this very deep connection with them even though they're an acquaintance like that's just like how I am as a person yeah so, makes sense but I guess encapsulating everything as love I guess I don't like to use love yeah in that I way. was gonna say I think capacity for love you just think of someone who's just like lovey-dovey yeah. or just mm-hmm. emotional in that sort of yeah. sense but if you read their definition of love it is different yeah it's just it's quality the quality of relationships yeah so. and I do like to have a lot of quality, quality over quantity of, yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked this test a lot Yeah, I definitely, like, this is a great test that everyone should definitely take. Mm -hmm. Knowing your strengths can help you in the long run. Like, what I said, my strengths was curiosity, and that has brought me where I am today. Basically, why I'm an an engineer, because engineers go down deep into the grits of things and pretty much make a lot of stuff, too. And that just has to do with getting into more details Mm -hmm. and discovering new things. And with my highest strength being teamwork, I do see myself in that and I wouldn't want to stand out in a crowd and I want to work with a lot of others make sure everybody is okay and everyone's included Mm -hmm. and if I know that's my strength I can see that and how I can bring that to the workplace Mm -hmm. exactly definitely worth taking this test it's kind of long it's a bit one of the longer ones yeah but it's well worth it it tells you a lot about yourself and I think it's pretty right um, and it also shows you some things that you probably wouldn't have looked at without taking this test. I found taking all these tests to be a great experience. Um, I love learning about myself, especially learning at yourself at like such a deep level and how you relate to others and mm-hmm. communicate with others. So I found that to be really interesting. How did you feel about this? I thought the experience was pretty fun as well. I thought it was very informational and it wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was not wrong. And taking multiple tests makes it interesting to correlate the information and kind of compare and contrast and it also helped us realize which one was the better test yeah and it also made what personality trait really stood out to us because if every test said one thing has to be true right you can't run away from it yeah exactly as a con for these tests though it does take a lot of time it does to do it because you don't want to rush through the test you want to make sure you sit down take this Make sure you're really looking at each question and thinking about it. Yeah, because I did try rushing through it first time around I did this. And man, like you could literally get totally different results because this is something you really need to like think about like what you really are and not just like look at the word and like pick a decision right there. You kind of have to think deep down on if it really relates to you or if it doesn't. Yeah. Also, you may see some of the questions and you're like, well, I think I am this, but are you actually that? Mm-hmm. So that's something you have to think about while taking them. So definitely try to take these tests. Even for us, we don't really need this information in our lives right now, but I found it to be super helpful mm-hmm. to know where my strengths are and kind of helps me know that I'm aligned to my career path and that hopefully one day I'll get to my end goals. Yeah, exactly. All the tests can be found in the description box below, so feel free to take them and good luck. Hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next time.